What's up, everyone? Before we get into today's episode, I want to let you in on some exciting news. My favorite event of the year, Playbook 2022, is coming up this September. This is the third year Trainual's been running it, and if you attended the last two years, you know it gets better every time. So if you're a business owner, a people leader, a marketer, this event is for you. We have amazing speakers like the marketing master himself, Seth Godin. We've got brother and sister duo, Allison and Wes Felix. You may recognize Allison from the Olympics. She's a track and field star who's won tons of gold medals in her career. And now her and her brother own Sage, which is a lifestyle sneaker brand built for and by women. Plus, we've got Caitlin Crosby, who's the founder and CEO of The Giving Keys, Jason Freed, co-founder and CEO of Basecamp, Makita Mikado, founder and CEO of PandaDoc, and more. It's two days, September 21st and 22nd. It's all virtual, so you can log in from anywhere, and it's completely free. So trust me, you're not going to want to miss this. You will learn so much about how to build an incredible culture and a more efficient business than you've ever had before. So register now. Just go to playbook2022.com. Again, totally free. I'll see you there. I'm Chris Ronzio. Welcome to Organize Chaos. Highlight number three this week comes from the episode titled Creating a Sense of Belonging in the Workplace with Dr. Steve Iacovelli. This clip is all about inclusive language and how it can have a huge impact on creating a culture of belonging at your business. If you want to check out the entire conversation, you can find the link in the show notes. I want to ask a, a tough question, one that we've had active conversations this week about. Um, I mentioned as we were in the intro that we did the survey. One of the things that came up is that, you know, we celebrate some of these months, but maybe we don't celebrate other months that are important to individual people. Mm-hmm. And so where where does the responsibility lie between the company or the person to say, here's something I want to recognize, want to celebrate, because we want to make sure that we're recognizing and celebrating everything that's important to to our teammates and to our customers, but um, we also don't uh, don't have like a, a calendar for the whole year or the the bandwidth and budget to support everything. Yeah, and, and it can be big and small ways to support. You know, if I want to be a workplace that's inclusive, it doesn't just have to be yay. Here's my rainbow for the month of June. It's am I putting my pronouns in all of my emails I send out? Why? Mm-hmm. Pronouns are super important to my community, especially for my trans brothers and sisters and siblings, because that shows that you're sensitive and mindful to the concept of of the importance of pronouns. Pronouns for, for a lot of people are just as important as getting your name right. And when you get someone's name wrong, I mean, my, Steve is pretty, pretty easy. Yacovelli, oh my gosh, it's been butchered ad nauseum throughout my entire, uh, you know, 20 years that I've been around. I'm kidding. It's a little bit longer than 20 years, but you know, like, but, and I correct somebody once with my last name and they're like, okay, got it. Now, if they continue to butcher it, eh, that feels icky. Now multiply that to like your first name or someone not getting your pronouns right after you tell them, no, actually I, I go, I prefer to go by the, uh, they, them, uh, you know, and I, I think there's little things that we can do that still celebrate inclusivity that we don't have to do like a big, you know, pride parade or, or throw the cake out and do all sorts of balloons and banners and stuff. We can do small little bits 
every day to show how inclusive we're trying to be as a workplace. Now, we have across a lot of our tools the ability to put the pronouns in, you know, in your in your Zoom account, in your Slack account, in your email signature, in your LinkedIn. And how far should companies go to enforce that everyone put those in? Or is it a suggestion? Is it education? Like, what should we be doing to, to help you know, make that more adopted. If you have a workplace that has corporate values or workplace values, and one of your values states something to the effect of, you know, we value all differences, and then you're not putting out policies that promote those inclusiveness pieces, mm, you're kind of not, you're only doing it kind of halfway. You know, and I, and I think that's, that's the thing. I know some bigger workplaces have some issues like, oh, we don't want to force anybody to do that. Fine. But if you have that corporate value that says we promote inclusivity, why wouldn't you go the extra step and say, oh, and to that mark, to that extent, to support that value, here's three things you can immediately do. Change your Slack, change your Zoom, put it in your email. I mean, how hard is that to do? And what I also do in, in my own uh, personal or my business email is I, I found this really great website and you can Google and find lots of great websites that say, you know, why are pronouns important? And I link to that in my signature because people mm. are like, why does he have those pronouns? It says, want to learn more, click here easy. That's like, that's so low hanging fruit to help educate and show people why we're doing it. And also to give people some information on why they should do it. Now, inclusivity, I think starts long before someone works for you. It starts, you know, in the application process or whenever you're on their radar. So what are some of the things that uh, companies can do to show that they're inclusive from the get-go? I always frame it through the concept of uh, any workplace or any organization can think in, speak up, and act out. And, and this is actually one of my keynotes that I do. It's actually in my book, Pride Leadership, we talk about this. But if you're trying to create a culture of consciously inclusiveness, you know, being mindful of including as many people as you can, you start with a think in, and that's about the individual. So what training sessions are you doing, both formally and informally? You know, that little link I just shared about, um, you know, the pronouns, that's an informal learning opportunity. And so that's kind of part of the think in. What are we doing to educate myself and those around us to really thinking about my own behavior. Then the speak up is where we start to think about how do we look at our inclusive language within the workplace? And it can be bigger, small things like, you know, do we have um, a chairperson or do we have a chairman? And, and so, you know, how inclusive is that? I know I grew up in the Philadelphia area. It was a long time. So I could break myself and say, Hey, you guys, you want to do this? Because if you really boil it down, even though that's supposed to be gender inclusive, it's really not. <laughs> so uh, luckily I now live in the South and y'all just kind of rolls off the tongue and, and there's that. Um, but really think about the inclusive language and also are, are we um, falling victim to the words and actions that we pick through maybe our own unconscious bias. And then the act out is the bigger picture. And it's kind of what you were just asked, Chris, you know, what can we do? And that's where we can start to put that lens uh, through every single part of our workplace. So our recruiting friends, you're looking for an open rec. Where are you advertising that? Is a website where certain demographics go and maybe you're disenfranchising from the get-go, letting people see that opportunity? Is it from looking at resumes. And, and yes, there's automated software out there, but automated software and AI is only as good as the humans that program it. So so who is doing that that programming to maybe scrub some of the, the re resumes that we get to make sure that they have um, the, the qualifications that we're looking for? What are we putting in our, our central office that shows you, yay, here's pictures of our employees. And what are the employees looking like? What is our orientation video showing when it says, here's a senior leader? Is it a middle-aged white dude? Or are we showing a cornucopia? of differences. And so any organization, big or small, can think in, speak up, and act out when it comes to really thinking about inclusivity within their workplace.
Hey, thanks for listening to Organize Chaos. If you like this episode, be sure to subscribe or leave a review and share it with anyone in your network that you think could use the information. If you want to connect with me, you can find me on social at Chris Ronzio on all platforms, and you can find Trainual at Trainual, just like a training manual. We'll see you next time.